What is up, podcast community? My name is Michael Chernow, and this is the Creatures of Habit podcast. Habits are everything, and on this show, I will be interviewing some of the most inspiring, motivated, and high-performing humans on the planet to learn about the daily habits, routines, and rituals that help keep them focused, determined, on top of their game, and ultimately, happy. My journey from the depths of addiction and misery to success as a family man and serial entrepreneur was only made possible by replacing bad habits with great ones. And my mission in life today is to share that story and the story of others with you to bring value and life-changing tools to as many people as possible. So sit back, relax, and pay attention because what you hear in this podcast today can potentially change your life. Let's go. Today, I'm gonna introduce you to a man who is an inspiration across many different verticals. He is the founder and CEO of Fit Body Bootcamp, one of the largest, fastest growing franchises in the world. He's also a best-selling author. He is a highly sought after business consultant, Um, just an all around badass dude that has habits for days. (laughs) And as you know on the Creatures of Habit podcast, we are talking to you about habits. Habits are everything. You are what you do. That is the bottom line. You are what you do. And today we're gonna learn what is something incredibly special for you to do from Bedros. Bedros, welcome to the show, man. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming out. Creatures of Habit is, uh, the podcast is an opportunity for me to sit down with people like you to dissect what it is that you do on a daily basis, what makes you you, and how we can impact other people's lives through learning that. My first mentor, Jim Franco, um, I was a personal trainer, I was 23 years old, and he was 62 at the time, and uh, over 20 years ago. And he was like, hey, success leaves clues, so model success. And I was like, oh shoot, I'd never heard that. So where habits are concerned, like you wanna adopt a habit, of success, find successful people, see what they do, and model success. Are you saying surrounding yourself with the right people? Like, imagine this. How old are you right now? 41. You're 41. I'm 47. I wrote a book two and a half years ago about what it really takes to build, like, a global brand, right, with Fit Body Bootcamp. Now, it took me about 13 years to figure out what it really takes. But for $19 and for about six hours of time invested in reading, Someone could get my 13 years of mistakes and breakthroughs and shortcuts. If you want to know how Warren Buffett thinks and operates, there's documentaries and books written on him and by him that you can read and get his like 60 years of investing and living knowledge, right? And so you don't necessarily have to surround yourself with those people. If you can, even better, because proximity is power, and we know that you're the average of the five people that you hang out with, blah, blah, blah. We get that. But holy geez, there are successful people in every category of life. So whatever industry you're in, whoever you might want to model as success, whether they're athletes, entrepreneurs, um, they got books. Read them, and then apply them. And I think most people spend a lot of time, they go, I've read that book. I'm like, but did you apply it? Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're gathering information. Information gathered, not applied, still gives you shitty habits. One of the most common threads amongst people that I've met with over the years has been a, a pretty regimented morning routine. Like, 
morning routine seems to be something that a lot of high-performing, successful, and maybe just even super happy people have in their lives. So I'd love to learn about your, uh, your morning routine. That is where it starts, is in the morning routine. And here's the secret to a really effective, powerful morning routine that makes you successful and happy. Starts the night before. And so for me, I take my good old iPhone the night before, right around nine o'clock. So I go to bed at 10 p.m. At nine o'clock, I'll take all the stuff swirling in my head as an entrepreneur, and you can relate to this. Like, oh, I gotta do this for creatures. Oh, I gotta do that. I gotta have make this phone call. Well, if all those things are swirling around in your head, and then you go to bed, it's probably not gonna be restful sleep. If it's not restful sleep, you're not gonna wake up happy, which means you're more likely to hit the snooze button. You hit the snooze button, first thing in the morning, you stack the L instead of a W, right? And so what if at nine o'clock at night, you just do a brain dump onto a notepad, onto your iPhone, which is what I do. What are the three to five things I need to do? And I call it the 5%. My 5% of the things that I need to do. Here we are in my studio. Uh, we got the dude that you know runs my IG. We got the dude that runs the cameras. We got Shelby there who oversees the dudes and us. And I don't know how to do any of their jobs, but that's in their 5%. My 5% is to delegate, motivate, sell. And someone's like, well, what category does this fall in? Selling. I'm selling my viewpoint on what it is that we're talking about. So if my 5% is to delegate, motivate, and sell, the night before, I'm gonna make my list of things I'm gonna do in the morning when I wake up. That keeps me from going down the rabbit hole of let me check in on Instagram, let me check in on Facebook, uh, let me wake up and watch a couple of YouTube videos, hmm, where should I start? While someone's spending an hour or so warming up their engines, I wake up, I'd never hit the snooze button because I actually have turned off the snooze feature on my iPhone, and I know you could do it off your Android if someone's got Android. Because you're making a promise to yourself the night before that I'm going to set my alarm, I'm going to wake up at 5.30. And if you break that promise by hitting snooze, you now have sent a message to your subconscious mind that I'm a fake, phony, and an imposter. That I make a promise and I break my own promises. I'm not reliable and my reputation with myself is horrible. With that in mind, you think you're going to win the rest of the day? Probably not. So why not make a list of the things you're going to do the night before, do that brain dump, put them in order from the things you don't wanna do at number one spot to everything else you wanna do because you're gonna otherwise wanna avoid it. So you wake up, you've got your list to work off of. When I wake up, I never hit the snooze button, set the alarm for 5.30, and if my eyes open right before then, just get up. If not, I just turn off my phone, drink 30 ounces of water, send out three gratitude text messages that I, just to people that I'm grateful for, thankful for, that have impacted my life, and that reminds me to stay in a state of gratitude because as an entrepreneur, hell, as a human, you have your life planned for the day and then stuff goes wrong. So the most selfish thing I can do is send out three gratitude text messages right around 5.45 in the morning, knowing that if the rest of the day goes the opposite of what I had planned, three people throughout the day are going to text me back and go, dude, I appreciate that. Thank you. So are you sending that habit, are you sending that gratitude text out to the same people or do you always mix it up? Always different people. And I've been doing that for seven years now. And if you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, just typing, hey, Michael, want to really thank you, appreciate you for coming out here and doing this, da 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 makes me realize like how fortunate I am that someone's willing to come from the East Coast to the West Coast to make time for me here. Like, you know what? I do have a good life, even if I woke up angry and cranky or whatever. And I've often done that. So after the gratitude text messages, shower, shave, do my stuff, and I'm down on the couch by 6.30 on my laptop working on my GSD list. GSD list is get shit done list, that list that I put on my iPhone the night before. I just start plugging through that list. I got my coffee and my protein shake next to me. Uh, usually by around 8.45, 9 a.m., I'm done. 
I'll put up my social media posts and then off to the gym I go. And I'm so routine-based, I do the seven days a week. So you know, we want to talk about a winning morning. Why not win your weekends? Because the moment you start sleeping in on weekends, you break your winning routine on the weekends, Mondays are usually your heaviest days. Do you really want to go into a Monday having broken your winning streak? No, dude. So just do the same routine in the weekends as well. Now, that doesn't mean you got to sit on the couch and work for four hours like I do. But maybe you wake up at 5.30 still. And you knock out a couple things to give yourself a sense of accomplishment, a sense of pride and workmanship. Usually by that point, Diana and the kids come downstairs because now they don't have school. It's a weekend. That time is spent with them, coffee, breakfast, shits and giggles. Then I go to the gym the same time, seven days a week, because I'm strongest at nine o'clock. Then I can come home and be dad on the weekends. And with people can start setting a predictable morning routine, Michael, they will win their days. And when you win your day, you win your week. You win your week, you win your month, you win your month, you win your year, you start stacking years. And now this is how you build a legacy. But it starts with like not hitting that snooze button in the morning. This podcast is brought to you by, you guessed it, Creatures of Habit. Creatures of Habit is a lifestyle and wellness brand. We launched the brand with a product called The Protagonist. It is a superhuman oatmeal. It is not just regular oatmeal. It is plant-based, dairy-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, packed with 30 grams of plant-based protein, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D3, probiotic, digestive enzymes, truly the best thing you can put in your body to kickstart your day, used as a pre-workout meal or a post-workout meal. This is a meal, everybody. This is not a snack. This is a meal. It is perfect for on the go. Use promo code K-O-H-P-O-D-20, the number 20. That's K-O-H-P-O-D-20 at checkout when you pop over to creaturesofhabit.com. That is creatures with a K, creaturesofhabit.com. We appreciate you. We love you. And now on to the pod. I, I love that you you talked about that sort of stacking your morning, stacking your day, stacking your week, stacking your month, stacking your year. I sort of look at it as all we have is a day. That is what we get. Right this moment, right this second, right here, right now, I'm sitting here with you. This is what I got. I could take it or I could fucking leave it, right? And if I leave it, I'm losing. If I take it, I'm winning. So I sort of look at my morning routine. I, I have a similar one to yours. I do a few other things, but it's very regimented. And I don't waver on the weekends. I wake up at 4.45 every single day. And some people roll their eyes, you know, when I tell them that. They're like, oh God, you're one of these guys. I could honestly say that when I'm sitting at my breakfast nook with candles lit at five o'clock in the morning, finishing up or getting started with a little meditation, I am living my best life. I am my best self. I would not trade it for anything. And for anybody watching or listening, the morning is your time to shine, period, done. It is just that simple. And if you don't take it, you've left it. And if you left it, you've lost. Talk to me about your wind down routine. The wind down routine for me is really simple. And I have to give credit where credit is due, which is my therapist, Kevin Downing. And good old Kevin, by the way, if, if you were to see, can we describe Kevin so your audience can get a real good visual? You take Einstein with his white, frizzy hair, you shave off Einstein's eyebrows, and you've got Kevin. 
And it was about four sessions in. I, you know, you just kind of stare at him. I'm like, Kevin, I can't. I'm like, oh, shit, you don't have eyebrows. He's like, man, it took you four sessions to figure that out. Does he shave them off? No, he just, the dude, I asked him, I'm like, what the fuck, man? He's like, I just don't have eyebrows. But, you know, just kind of weird, right? You can't nail it. And then, boom, it hit me one day. But um, I was like, Kevin, I get home. And uh, this is like, so let's see, 2014, I had that big anxiety attack. 2015, I started working with Kevin for two years, uh, almost two years. And so it was around 2015, 2016. And he's like, let's talk about your family. I'm like, man, let me tell you, like, they've got a good life. I make all this money. We've got a house manager, basically a housekeeper who also does the shopping and the laundry and the changes light bulbs and all this stuff. Like, but the wife and the kids don't have to do anything. They just live their awesome life. And when I come home at night, man, they're walking on eggshells. They're walking on eggshells. And I didn't realize, like, I was leaning in and saying that very intensely, and he's leaning back in his chair. He goes, I could see why they're walking on eggshells. He's like, so am I. <laughs> right, right. He, he said, that's very intense energy. I'm like, well, of course it's intense. As an entrepreneur, I'm battling every day, man. I'm battling the market space. I'm battling competitors. I'm battling Facebook and the ads that they keep denying that I keep trying to run. You know, and you got employees that are just like shit shows, blah, blah, blah. He's like, okay, I get it. But at some point, the warrior has to put down their armor when they come home, right? He goes, so what is your routine when you come home? I don't know, man. I park my car and walk inside the house. It's like, what if you did this? What if you park? And he had me describe my house. Like, well, the house is here. And then we have this pool deck. And then over there, we've got this separate detached garage. And so I park in the garage and I walk across the pool deck and I come into the back door. And that's when everybody scatters. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Even the dog wouldn't come up to me, dude. So I described this to him and he just laughed. And he goes, what if when you park your car, when you turn it off, that's your cue to put a smile on your face, mm. to get rid of that scowl. And then as you walk across the pool deck, imagine that you're some like medieval knight and your armor's falling off, your belt's falling off and the sword falls off and you take your helmet off and in walks in, not a warrior, but dad and a husband who's willing to show his soft underbelly. He goes, you try that for a week and you let me know by our next session because our sessions were every Monday. The first few days, nothing, right? Because they're like, yeah, right. This is just a bait and switch, right? And you're going to snap at us. Dude, by the time four or five days went by, the dog, the kids, the wife, the energy that I carried coming in was different. So every person has armor on. If you are a high achiever, you have armor on. You have to know when it's time to put down your weapons and the armor and show up as mom or dad and not just a warrior. So when I get home, the routine is pretty awesome these days. We'll go work out as a family to my, at my gym where you're going to go work out after this. Usually by six o'clock, we're leaving the house. I leave here. I don't even have a key to HQ on purpose because I don't want to be the last person out. So I always have to get out with the last person because I can't lock up. And so I leave with the last person, which is usually around 5.15, 5.30. And then I'll get home, decompress. Six o'clock, we're leaving for the gym. We have a family workout at my gym. And then my son and I will play either ping pong or we'll hit the hot tub at home. And then we'll have dinner, watch an episode of The Office or Parks and Rec. And then literally by 9.30, I'm winding down. And winding down for me means turning off. The notifications are turned off immediately when I pull into the garage because, you know, this. your phone's always blowing up. Mm -hmm. So you can just turn off those notifications because people go, how do you have the discipline to not check your phone? I probably don't have the discipline. But if it's not flashing and buzzing and beeping, I don't notice. Mm -hmm. So I just turn off all the sounds and notifications and I'm done. Because if the poop hits the fan at 7 p.m. at night, something happens with the franchise. What can I really do? to fix it other than the you know, next morning, right? And so I turn all that off and so I'm fully present. By 9.15, 9.30, I'm making that list, the GSD list on my phone. And by 10, 10.15, we're in bed. 
again, the routine is so simple. It's not easy because temptations are, let me just watch one more episode. And I get it, Netflix and Amazon Prime have done it so well where one episode ends and the next one starts in three, two, one, right? Oh shit, okay, you know, they got a real compelling thumbnail and you're like, I just wanna watch, let me just watch the first three minutes and then before you know it, 32 minutes went by. That's why I say it's, it's simple, but it's not easy. But if you value this one run that you have on this planet, because this is not a trial run, this is it, this is your run. If you value that, you will apply discipline and good habits to be able to control those temptations so that you can meet your greatest potential in life. Because we all have this untapped potential. I, I don't know what the numbers are, but I believe less than 1% of us really achieve it. I flew in yesterday, flew into California yesterday. Yeah. Some of my, actually not some of my, my absolute best friends, my brothers live here. Almost everybody I, that I grew up with in New York moved out to California. <laughs> so I, I, I landed yesterday at three o'clock, yeah. got settled in where I'm staying you know, met with my boys. I bring this up because I am fired up to get to sleep because of how fucking ferocious I feel in the morning. That's just truth. That's not me bullshitting, blowing smoke, trying to make people feel, you know, stronger about going to bed early and waking up early. The truth is, is that I am so excited at 928 when I lie down in my bed and I always go to bed listening to some sort of a audiobook or a podcast that just puts me out right away. I can't wait to go to sleep. And, uh, and last night, <laughs> I was not going to bed at 9.30. Last night, I was out with my friends, and it's three hours earlier here. And I just got to say that, like, when you're living the life of habit, when you're living this sort of, like, exceptional life um, that you create for yourself, when you get thrown off, it's weird, man. You know, it's weird. And so prepping for that, you know, are there any habits that you do throughout your day on a regular basis? And I only bring this up like, you know, because I was out late last night and, you know, now I'm, I've got to do a few things to rewire my day so that I get back into that mindset. Are there any habits that you do on a regular basis that not necessarily apply to what I just said, but habits that you do regularly that sort of continue, keep you on the path of greatness? And I think that's a really good point you're bringing up because people travel or people just have a bad night of sleep. One, if you have one bad night of sleep, just understand it's one bad night. That doesn't mean you have a bad life. Like understand one bad night or one bad day. Even if you're having a bad week, you're having a bad week and not a bad life. Just to put that into perspective is important. But when I travel especially, what seems to work for me is, once again, surprise, surprise, a routine. So whenever I travel, and Ed knows this, he travels a lot with me, get to my hotel. I'll immediately identify where the local gym is. If the hotel doesn't have a nice gym, where's the Starbucks? Because I'm going to have my cold brew in the morning, black with one packet of Splenda, because I want to recreate my morning routine as soon as I can. And then when I get to my room, my ass never hits the bed, because when your ass hits the bed, within seconds, your back hits the bed, because you've been traveling, you're jet lagged. So instead, I drop off my bags, change my clothes, go to the gym. If it's the hotel gym or the gym that I found, reset because I found that jet lag is solved for me. And I think I heard Joe Rogan talk about this too when he travels. As soon as you get off a plane, get situated, go work out, and you'll fix most of your jet lag issues. I live in a three-mile bubble. My house is two and a half miles from here. My gym that you'll go to is two and a half miles from here. It's a triangle. It's like a three-mile bubble. And in that bubble is my office, my home, my gym, and Starbucks. And I try and recreate that everywhere I go. So if Michael's like, hey, man, come visit me. I'm like, cool, man. What hotel do you want me to stay at? I will find where the hotel uh, nearest Starbucks is, the nicest gym there that I could work out in. 
and I will create that routine as soon as possible so that I can replicate it. Because I can't do anything about the time change, but I can control all the other variables, and so I do. When I do that, that trip is better. If I have a bad night, like you did, like, hey, I'm going to hang out with friends because you value them, they're your buds, right? You know, I might have an extra cup of coffee, or I might do some push-ups or something to just keep adrenaline dumps coming throughout the day. Uh, but I'm just, it's just a day where my routine was off. I'm not punishing myself. I'm giving myself grace. If I let it slide into a bad routine for the next three or four days, then I got a problem. But otherwise, give yourself grace and move on. But otherwise, if you're traveling, create that routine as soon as you can, your three-mile bubble, and be predictable. Like, the running joke around here is if someone wanted to kill me, they know exactly, you follow me once for one day, you know exactly where I am seven days a week, right? Unless I'm traveling. Like, he'll be on that intersection in three, two, one, there he is. You want to be that predictable because the formula for happiness is predictability. Like, I listen to Jack Johnson when I'm showering. Because how do you not be happy in the shower when you listen to banana pancakes, right? Is that a habit that you do every day? Yeah, I didn't necessarily bring it up for my morning routine, but I suppose if we want to go granular, yeah, I, I you know, immediately go to my Pandora, Jack Johnson, and Jack Johnson serenading me uh, while I'm showering. Any other habits that you do pretty regularly throughout the day, maybe a resetting habit, just any, anything that you can recall that you, you pretty much do on a regular basis? Yeah, breath work is, is, is really big for me. I do love breath work. I will literally just close my eyes and center myself and just, you know, just box breathing or just, you know, slow, long breath in, two second hold, and slow, long breath out. And I do that and I could literally feel everything relaxing, my shoulders dropping. And in fact, uh, when you're cuddled up with your wife, you might do this or your wife might do this with you. I know me and my wife do this all the time. Well, now I pay attention to it because I read about it and I forget the book. But you know, you're cuddled up and all of a sudden you go... Well, it turns out that big sigh of relief that you do when you're cuddled up with your person, you feel safe around him or her. And when you do, that's your nervous system saying, and relax. Mm. Like, that's not by accident. <laughs> we have that sigh of relief when we're with our person because, all right, still our primitive brain is like, okay, there's threats everywhere. Now I'm home. I'm with my person. <sighs> How can you manufacture that throughout the day? You know, if that means listening to Jack Johnson in the afternoon, if that means going across the hallway to find my wife, closing the door and like, hey, come here. I just need to snuggle up next to you for a moment. <sighs> All good, man. It's a reset. Breathing and breath work is so valuable and it resets your nervous system. You could do it anywhere. It requires no elastic bands or balance board or nothing. You just breathe and then your body knows what to do go back to homeostasis, and then go about your day. This podcast is brought to you by, you guessed it, Creatures of Habit. Creatures of Habit is a lifestyle and wellness brand rooted in functional nutrition. The protagonist is a superhuman, incredibly delicious, instant and overnight oatmeal blend developed to feed your body the most optimized blend of vitamins, minerals, and macros. With premium oats, 30 grams of plant-based protein, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin D3, a probiotic and digestive enzymes in each pouch, you will never have to think about what to eat for breakfast, pre-workout or post-workout meal, or a healthy meal any time of the day in a pinch. Made four simple and convenient ways. One, just add hot water. Two, overnight in the fridge. Three, add to a delicious smoothie or simply put in the microwave. 
Take the stress out of worrying about what to eat for a healthy and delicious way to kickstart your day. And if you fast, this is the perfect meal one as it delivers wellness, satiety, and delicious flavors. Pop over to creaturesofhabit.com. That's creaturesofhabit.com with a K, creaturesofhabit.com, and put in promo code K-O-H-P-O-D-20 for 20% off your first order. A habit that you've broken, how you broke it, and how that changed your life. I have severe OCD. And so a habit that I have, well, the reptilian mind, the reptilian brain is always looking for threats and things that can go wrong. Add to that, I'm Armenian. Armenians, as a culture, are just depressed. It's just a depressed culture. I might get a lot of hate about this, but that's how we are. So I have to fight my genetic coding. And so in addition to having OCD, my reptilian mind, like everyone's reptilian mind, is looking for the threats in the world. And you add to that, if genetically you're predisposed towards pessimism, that's a very bad thing. So there was the habit that I broke. It was probably about three years ago. In addition to doing three gratitude text messages a day, every Monday I write an email to my team. And uh, that email is like to help them with personal and professional development and keep them on track with what our company's vision are. One day I decided, one Monday I decided not to write it. That bled into the next Monday. It went about seven months, this is about three years ago, of not writing it. And I justified it with like, uh, you know, like, man, we have, you know, between HQ and worldwide, we have about 70 team members. I'll get like three or four people to reply. And I'm like, who's really reading it anyway, right? Because then you start justifying. If you missed one, then you're like, well, who's really reading it anyway? I could miss another. I could miss another. And I could use that time on a Monday morning to do something different. It takes me a good 20, 30 minutes to write that thoughtful, meaningful email. Then I realized after seven months, I wasn't writing it for them. I was writing it to me because I'm a human too. And I had a, like whatever I was feeling that Monday, I was just like, hey, if you're feeling this way, here's a solution. No, by the way, here's what's happening in our world, in our company, et cetera. Bro, it was the most self-destructive thing I did for seven fucking months. As soon as I went back to writing it, I felt amazing. I don't care if everyone replies. I don't care if no one replies. I realize even though I'm hitting it to a group, I'm really writing that for myself. You've done a lot, dude. And I feel like you're just scratching the surface. You've helped so many people. You've put people in positions to succeed in a number of different ways. But you've also had like a, a level of, of discipline, determination, commitment that's obvious for anybody who follows you on social media, who's read your book, who's seen what you've done with your businesses, seen the people that you've helped business-wise. And it's a, daily, it's a daily reprieve, daily operation. What is it all for, man? I realize I'm a pretty self-destructive person. The best thing I could do is to help others. The more I help others, the more I help myself. And I told Kevin one time, I'm like, fuck, man, how, how long do I do this, Kevin, my therapist? He's like, just until you're dead. And it makes total sense to me, just until I'm dead. This is why I hate the holidays. I hate the holidays. Every holiday, I hate every fucking holiday because everybody stops and slows down, which means I can't help and serve and I can do my morning routine, but I can't come to HQ. It's shut for two, three days over Christmas. And I need this routine. And I just start chomping at the bits. And so then I stay as far away from my family, my wife and kids as I can during the holidays. Not like I go away, but I mean, like, I'll do like extended three-hour workouts. I'll work out in the gym, then I'll go hike the eucalyptus loop, which is three miles there and back. And, and my wife knows, like, they know, like, he just needs to get to the other side. He needs to go to, he needs to get to January 2nd, where everyone goes back to normal, right? So all this is 
As much as I want to say, hey, because we help Shriners Children's Hospital, Toys for Tots, Compassion International, all true, we do. Uh, we've helped so many people, empowered so many people. Check, check, check. Just keeping myself from like not jumping off a bridge. And that's the reality of it. And it's very healthy. And I enjoy it. It gives me a sense of like, I'm paying the rent for being on this planet. Like I need a sense of fulfillment and significance to be here. If I sat in my mom's basement playing video games and just had Cheeto dust on my belly, I would go bananas. I don't know how people do that. Maybe they don't feel this duty and obligation to pay their rent to be on this planet. I do. And I do it through uh, the businesses that I create. Last question. I just want you to leave us with a piece of advice for, you know, for the, for whoever's listening that just can't get out of their own fucking way and wants to change, but doesn't know how to go. We all have work to do while we're here. The greatest work that you can do is the work of self-mastery, the work you do on yourself. Um, and the piece of advice is this, and I used to be guilty of this, so I'm not here preaching. I'm telling you, here's what I was guilty of, and you might be guilty of this too. I always looked through the glass and saw it as a window, and I'd be like, I'm a foreigner, and it's their fault because they don't treat foreigners right here in America. Uh, and, uh, you know, we're broke, and these people laugh at broke people, and, and that's why I'm in the situation I'm in. Everything was a window, and I could blame everybody that I'm looking at through the window. And then I realized it's actually a mirror. Like, if you really want to heal your traumas and your issues, don't look at that glass as a window. Look at it as a mirror. Fix this. It's the only person I have control over. I don't know how I can help you. I do know how I can help myself if I look at it as a mirror. But if I'm like, here's what's wrong with Michael. And here's what's wrong with Michael. And here's what's wrong with Ed. And here's what's wrong with you. Okay. All right. Great. And that's why they all are against me. Did you guys really team up against me? Or maybe, just maybe, I need to look in the mirror and go, here's what's wrong with me that's causing these people to engage with me this way. And that's the self-work that we need to do. It's the greatest work we can do while we're on this flying ball circling the sun. Bejos, this is awesome, dude. I really appreciate you taking the time, man. Lots of value. Lots and lots and lots of value. Follow this man. Where can they follow you? Uh, Instagram, at Bedros Koulian. And there you have it, folks. I hope we delivered some valuable content for you to implement into your life on a daily basis. Please remember that our habits have the power to make us or break us. Replacing bad habits with great ones is the answer to living a life of happiness, optimism, and high performance. We are capable of achieving anything. We all have what it takes to give it all we've got. Commit to one great habit each day and truly commit and watch how everything in your life starts evolving from good to great. If you enjoyed this podcast, please follow us wherever you listen to your podcast. Give us a five-star rating and a nice review that will help us grow this podcast, bring on more amazing guests, and continue to deliver invaluable content on a weekly basis. Lastly, please share this podcast with any friends or family that you think might appreciate it. And always remember, want plus do equals have. Until the next one, fam. Peace.